All right. Uh, wow. So, um, this is like, uh, it's another episode of Saberland. Yeah. You know, there's nothing worse than a podcast. I mean, I, I hate when I listen to one and someone starts in by saying, well, this is the third intro we've recorded <laughs> because uh, we keep having technical problems. And, it was in the, and then I would sit there and smugly smile and say, well, that's never happened to me. Well, it has. Uh, this episode is uh, going to be number 19, I believe. And, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it comes after great torment and... and uh, and a great, uh, it's, yeah, it's cost me greatly in order <laughs> in creating it. No, not really. Um, but I just uh, was gonna, I was gonna do this last week. Recorded for like forty minutes with Adam, uh, my, my uh, co-host on the other, uh, my other p- podcast, and also was previous guest here. Uh, we did like we had the great like you know forty-five minute session of just talking football in like the hour leading up to the Bills and Jets game. And then uh, I looked down and saw with great terror that uh, my my mic in that had not even been recording. Or I had the settings wrong. It was mono and should have been stereo. So that's gone. Uh, and so uh, I still have that rec- file, and my, my voice is faintly vis- audible on Adam's mic, so I may, maybe I'll, I'll play around with it and make it some sort of weird uh, piece of audio performance art. Um, I doubt it, though. So, uh, and then, of course, I just got home... This, I just started this, and I uh, started doing some things, and um, had had yet again had the wrong mic, uh, had like the, the the local mic on my recorder active, and not my not this, not this guy. So um, I'm a little out of touch, uh, I guess, with the with the technical things, but uh, whatever. So um, we actually got some bills and sabers to talk about, um, more so sabers than bills, uh, because it's a it's a hockey podcast after all. So. Um, it's been an interesting couple weeks, uh, sports-wise, world-wise, uh, professionally, personally. Um, we'll get into that uh, all coming up on this fantastic episode of the Saberland Podcast. I, in the in the just now failed uh, opening, I was gonna. I did this whole sort of little speech that um, recounting a story that or the thing that just happened to me literally this morning as I was walking back from uh, the grocery store. Um, I sort of walked by this playground um, and heard what sounded first like you know like a fighter jet flying low over the sky and uh, prop and or like a nuclear warhead flying over Brooklyn. And because I was next to a child's playground, I had this instant sort of terminator 2 like vision of uh flames licking up from sewers and <laughs> children running screaming uh while their drunk park slope parents didn't even notice um but uh that didn't happen um and uh it's okay i made it back here just uh with my memories intact my groceries um i got i found the last six pack of my favorite beer in the world which is leaf which is the uh, leaf pile ale made by greenport brewing company um, yeah, it's even, it's even more favorite than Brooklyn Summer, um, which is 
oh, that's such a good beer. But only in the summer. And it does definitely go bad, um, as some seasonal beers are known to do, I suppose. They just stop tasting good after a while. So, uh, yeah, it was more interesting when I told it on, on the other thing, but I don't want to, I, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not here to just, I'm not a performing monkey. I don't do things twice. I just re-record when I don't record it properly the first time. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, here we are. I got, that's, and it's, again, I, it's like I don't even really want to, out of, out of spite at myself, I don't even really want to talk about the Bills much because I did, because I, I was having such a, it was such a, like a, it would have been such a great episode last week, and it didn't work, and I hate that. Um, and I know I'm to blame but myself, but um, now I don't even, it's like I don't even want to talk about those topics because they had their chance um, to be talked about, and but but I just messed up, so they don't get to hear it here now, so I don't know. Um, but uh, none of this makes any sense to anyone except me, but that's okay. Um, I guess that's probably could be said of much of this podcast. Um, however, I did gain some Twitter followers, uh, even though I always, I don't, I, I, I guess I, you know, I spend a lot of time making fun of Twitter. Maybe it's also in my mind. I think I've said that once or twice here. I guess I, I there's no reason to do that. I just know, I've known people, uh, one particular person I actually comes to mind of just who, who was so obsessed with Twitter that it make it just makes me angry when I when I, like, think about Twitter, because it's, like, certain people find that stupid website to be more important than other things. But anyway, um, but I should take my Twitter more seriously, because there's nothing wrong with the, with the Twitter as a thing, um, and, uh, I don't know, maybe if you guys, if, 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 if you're a new follower of me on Twitter, and you're actually listening to this thing, thank you, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't really know why anyone follows me on Twitter, although I kind of went on a little mini- Twitter rampage last night, just giddily posting screenshots and si- tweeting things about NHL 18, which is is an amazing game. Um, af- with not even only having been able to play it for 24 hours, it's it's like it's the best it's the best hockey video game I've played since NHL 2K. Um, I think it might have been 2K5 was the one with all the like great mini games in it. Th- this doesn't have that that many. Um, although I mean NHL 2K5 is still a, is still a better game. But this, but this year's in, in EA Sports uh, effort is their best that I've played in a long time. Oh, even if the entire game was just NHL threes, um, it would be worth the price because uh, NHL threes is an incredibly fun arcade mode. It's like a, it's like an insane. It's just like a drunk version of three on three overtime. So it's pure arcade mode settings so insanely powerful hitting no uh barely any rules um basically if you trip someone they get a penalty shot but there's no there are no other rules there's no obstruction there are no there are no there's no there are barely any face-offs there are no um you can't you can't really you can't really trip unless you dive into someone um but you're you can poke check and then they'll never trip and the, and there's no obstruction there's no interference uh, same thing there's no anything it's just um, high octane fun and the absolute best thing is you can play as you can unlock in li- so in like the circuit mode which is kind of like basically the story mode um, you can unlock players and things and at a certain point you can unlock mascots but if you just do an exhibition match you can play as the you can do an all-star team of mascots, and I this was what I, I couldn't stop playing last night, and I kept posting. Um, 
because I had I had the I was the East Coast or East Conference All Star mascot team, so I set my lineup as Yuppie, the uh, uh, the the Bruins mascot. I think his name is Blades Bruin or something, and and Spartacat, which I didn't know is the name of the uh, Senators. Spartacat is amazing because he's got a giant he has a giant head, so it just looks hilarious skating around. Um, a giant round head buffoon, and then and and of course I mean, but Yuppie is the king because he's just massive. And I just was, I was just wrecking mascots with Yuppie, um, who it's, it's the uh, Canadian's mascot, in case anyone doesn't, in case that's unclear. He's a gigantic orange furry person who I think, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, listener, it, but uh, he, was the, he was the Montreal Expos mascot and then became the Canadian's mascot when the Expos left. But, uh, um, uh, so yeah, I, I, um, it was just, it's it's so good. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's everything I've wanted out of a hockey video game, possibly ever. I don't really, I've had this a long conversations with friends about how the weird trend in at least, certainly EA sports games, uh, EA, yeah, um, EA sports, sports games, uh, I guess they only make sports games. Recently, though, is, is towards increasing realism, um, which is, you know, that's that's got merit, or that can be fun, but there's also just like the glory of, you know, NBA Jam from 1999. I still wish I could play, I wish, still wish I had NBA Jam on my, like, N64. Because I didn't even like basketball, but that was so much fun. Just to be, uh, yeah, to be, like, Stockton and Malone, and then, like, shooting a flaming three. It was amazing. So, and this, and NHL 3 comes close to that. Then the puck doesn't catch fire. They might be able to implement some more bonuses and things as they, as they go, but they do have what they call money puck, which is really fun, because if you have it, if it's activated, you can basically, well, okay, so first of all, you, you do a coin toss to win, to like, to set the rules of the game, which is already fun, so you can decide whether you want to do periods, and I think the the max time for a period is like four minutes, that's wait, that would be too much, it's, it's, it defaults to two minutes, and that's perfect, but you can say, like, does the game end, is it timed purely, or is there a, is there a, like, a scoring thing, so, it's pretty fun if you do first to, you know, I think it's, again, it tends, I think it defaults to seven, but if you say first, you know, three, five, seven goals, seven is perfect because if you turn on money puck, it's really fun because you can do, it, it shows you like kind of, kind of how in the Tetris, how in, in Tetris it, it shows you the upcoming blocks, uh, towards the upper left, just below the score interlay, um, the, uh, it shows you what money pucks are coming next. So once you score a puck, um, it moves to the next one, and so if it's a, there are normal pucks or just one goal, but if you get a red one, it's either two goals or three. Sometimes it, it, it'll count as three, and the crowd starts counting three when it's a three, when it's a plus three money puck, or there are also blue pucks, which take, which give you one goal, but also take one, two, or three goals away from your opponent, which is really fun. So that's why you should always play, it's amazing if you play, like, first to get this amount wins, because you can also money puck goals away from your opponent, which is amazing. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, it's like, it's got pieces of Mario Kart and also Rocket League, but hockey. So it's, it's just, it's everything I would want in a game. Um, I haven't even gotten into like online play yet, which I'm sure will be fun. I can't, I mean, what I can't wait to do is start playing with friends like here at my home. Cause it would be so much fun as a party game. <sighs> I just want, I can't wait to do that. But I've just been doing the like, even just as, just by myself, I was just, 
giggling all night playing because it was so good. I just, uh, it's just hitting, just, and the sound effects, oh, uh, just, like, the sound effects of mascots bowling into each other is so funny. Brilliant sound design on this game, I have to say. Like, because some, like, I, I can't even explain, I don't know how they recorded these impact sounds, but it was so funny. Um, because you, because the game, it, when, when they turn the hitting physics all the way up, bodies just fly across the ice, but when it's mascots, it's so funny. It's like this, it's, it's like a weird dream. Now, the only thing that's awkward is that the, the, um, the goalies are still regular NHL players. So, like, your goalie is Carey Price, or on the East, or Devin Dubnik in the West. So I, um, I tweeted this last night. One of my favorite things I think I've ever said, a uh, great alliterative phrase, which is that I datsuked Devin Dubnik as the New Jersey Devil. Because uh, you can do, there are now there are new deeks in the game, so I did the datsuk goal which is like you uh, kind of skate forward and then pull the puck back to freeze the goalie and then shoot into the open net. And it's so good. Uh, amazing. And just uh, playing as mascots is just the most fun thing ever. So I wonder, I have to look into it more. I would love, it would be great if you could do like a normal game, just like an exhibition uh, mode with like a mascot team. But I don't, I kind of feel like that won't happen, but that would be really good. Um, so, uh so yeah, good video game news. Um, and I did start a, I started a GM mode as the Sabers, um, and I always, I always use PlayStation's auto predict technology to pick names for characters. So my GM now is called Green Thumb, capital G Green, lowercase T Thumb. So he's GMGT, uh, and he's gonna take the Sabers to the Cup. Uh, it's gonna be amazing, and we're gonna go on this journey together. But maybe not because uh i don't know i'm not going to do like a it's not going to be like a like a like a, a, a johnny uh superb man style um gm mode um though i did sp i love that he's back because he's doing that he's he's doing um another general zod <laughs> be a pro which is amazing um and then a a golden knights franchise mode so it, once i get a little bit deeper in the, into the you know have more time to sort of maybe get bored with nhl threes although we'll see I will definitely try, I'll, I'm definitely going to get into the expansion mode uh, of a franchise, because that looks like fun. Um, you can either take on the Knights, or you can be like a whole new franchise team, um, which I think I'll do. Maybe I'll try and bring a, I don't know, I'll, 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 I'll bring a hockey team to some interesting market that deserves it, but uh, we'll see. So, uh, yeah, that's, um, is there anything else to say about hockey for now? I don't even, I don't know. There, I mean, NHL, uh. Um, yeah, I was oh, yeah, well, cause so I, I did do, so I started my, I started as GM Green Thumb, I started my first season, um, and I just kind of simulated through just to, just to kind of see, cause it's almost like, it's all, I'm just, I'm not even really doing it, and I just want to see if there are any differences, um, they still haven't updated the scouting system, which I don't like, I hate, I hate the scouting mode in NHL GM franchise right now, cause it's like, it acts as if you have one scout, and you have to go in like every. You have to, it's just it's it doesn't make any sense. Like it, it, they should just it just should automatically scout players, or you should be able to like give them instructions before the season of what to do, and then they could, you know. But it's like it's dumb that you have to go and assign your one scout to, to like, go all around the world and like pin players and watch them. It just doesn't. I don't care about that, and I'm not interested. It's not fun enough to make to make me go through the work of doing it, so I never pay attention to it. Um. But I do know that, uh, yeah. So I think that, I think the Avs finished at the bottom. Not surprising. That's pretty accurate. And they they picked uh, Rasmus Dahlin, which I don't. I, I forget. Is he? 
I guess he's going to be eligible this year. I thought he was still... Well, he's 16 at last year's World Juniors, although I guess that would mean he'd be 17 this year. So there, theoretically, could I guess he might be draft eligible this upcoming draft. Uh, in in yeah, I guess I guess so because that's uh, well because I think he was I think he was born in 2000. Um, and well, for that matter, every every everybody at, at this year's up or the upcoming draft is going to be 2000. That's crazy. Um, so I I think I'm going to try and make a make a deal with uh, I'm going to try and and uh, bamboozle Joe Sackick and get Darlene out of Colorado's system and bring him to the Sabres. But um, I'm just starting season two. But the, the funny thing is the Sabres, um, and I didn't even, I think I, no, I went in and played one game last night against Vegas because I wanted to see the arena looks cool. I have to say that the Golden Knights jerseys look look great in the game. And I think, and, and they really, it's a really sharp look. Um, I'd love to, I'm looking forward to going to Vegas sometime soon-ish in the next, you know, couple years for sure, and catching a Sabres game. I'm not going to be able to go because it's a Tuesday night in early October, so it's not even far off, but I'm not going to make it this year. Um, oh, and I had, I had, well, next time I'm in L.A., I'm going to bring my mics with me and interview some friends who live there, but um, I've gone to L.A. the last, like, no, 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 the streak had been broken, but I've gone three three times now, since since I moved to New York and um, I've gone to visit my friends Eric and others in L.A., um, Eric is basically from Buffalo. I mean, ish in terms of sports fan allegiance. So he's a Bills fan first, Sabres fan sort of. Um, but we've gone to three Sabres Kings games in the Staples Center, and they've Sabres have lost two nothing every time. So Eric's never even seen a Sabres goal, and I got so mad after the game last time in L.A. I was like, I swore I would never come to L.A. to see a Sabres game again. And that uh, what we would do instead is go to Vegas to see the Sabres and Golden Knights. So that that's not going to happen this year. The entire West Coast trip is early in the season, so I won't be able to do it, um, or I won't be doing it this year, because it would be in like two weeks or something, or well, or like a month. Um, so I won't do that. But um, uh, yeah, I might try and go see the Knights, the Golden Knights, when they come here to Brooklyn, because it already I have it favorited on StubHub and it's pretty cheap. Um, in fact. Uh, I have to get the Sabres because I'm I'm gonna I gotta go I gotta get I gotta get what am I doing I gotta go I gotta go um, I gotta buy tickets to the Sabres Islanders in like which that is in like two weeks um, and I'm very excited yeah it's like two weeks from today but yeah because um yeah that's gonna be fun uh, I'm just bringing up twenty nine so twenty nine dollars to go see Sabres Islanders right now so that's not bad but conversely the Knights at Islanders is Monday October thirtieth thirty or ten dollars. I'm definitely doing that. So, um, yeah, they have to say I played the one game of the Sabers and Golden Knights and in in Vegas, and the arena looks cool. Um, and it's a very, they have a sharp look and uh, some good players. I have to say, I doubt they're going to do anything w much this season, but uh, it will be interesting. Um, nevertheless, so I simulated the season. I don't even remember where Vegas finished, but the Sabers did not do very well that first year. It was funny that the the bottom two teams in the uh, in the division Pacific were it was Sabres finished seventh and Toronto finished eighth and I just thought I don't I just don't think so EA Sports I mean I know it's just one year of simulating but I just I don't think so I I mean I, I have to say I think that they 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 really underrated the Leafs um, now I'm not uh, I don't necessarily think the Leafs are gonna I think it'd be I think it'd be 
if, if I mean, if I were a Leafs fan, or if I just whatever, if I if I were to assume that the Leafs are necessarily going to take a huge jump this year, I don't know if that's safe. Um, and you know, th- and and and, but I'm not. I certainly, I certainly think they're gonna. I know, I certainly doubt they're gonna finish last in the division. Um, I mean, I mean, you never know, of course, but I, I don't think the Sabers and Leafs are gonna be at the bottom of the uh, Pacific this year. Um, I think that the very, at the very, I think the worst is they both, well, but worst, worst case is they do finish in the bottom, but I just don't think so. I think, I think that Montreal is just an aging garbage t- fire, um, uh, even though I, like they, they basically are a worse version of the Sabres from the nineties. Um, well, I don't know if they're worse, but they're, because they're old and overpaid and they signed Carey Price for a billion years. And he's great. I mean, he's the best goalie by a lot, um, and he will keep them like competitive. But it's just going to be. I would. I would never want to be a Canadians fan right now because there's just they're going to be mediocre for a long time by virtue of Carey Price. And it's like Shea Weber is like, I, I you know, like I don't care about you. You're just old and boring. Um, I mean, he's still a good player, I guess, but the. I just, uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't think. I mean, th- th- maybe they'll, maybe they'll be competitive. May- I don't know. But uh, and Ottawa obviously made it far. But I don't. I just. I can't. I have a hard time believing that Ottawa is like r- a real thing. Um, and uh, you know, Boston is old. But even though, but I thought that last year, and they they were pretty good. Um, we'll see. I just think. I think there's no clear favorite in the division. Um, well, Tampa Bay might be, but they had a rough year, but they're all, you know, and Detroit is, de- De- see, Detroit will definitely be the bottom, I, that's my one hot take, it's not even that, I guarantee that Detroit will finish lower than both the Sabres and Leafs this year, um, and, and, and very likely, and very possibly Florida, although they, you know, they've got some guys too, so it'll, it'll be an interesting, I think it's a fairly, I think it's a fairly competitive division this year, um, except for Detroit, but, uh, so we'll see. Um, but the yeah, I was look, so going through like the player ratings. Um, yes, it, you know, it was pretty on board. Um, I thought it was uh, yeah. McDavid, I think, is he and Crosby are the highest rated in the game at ninety three. And I like that. I like that EA Sport or the NHL kept the ratings kind of in check. Like the best, there's no one above ninety five. Uh, in fact, I don't even think there's anyone above ninety four. It's all I think ninety three is the top. Um, and I like that because, and I assume it's because you can unlock legends who will be, you know, 99 overall. In fact, there should only be two players ever who are 99 overall, if not one, and obviously Gretzky, but possibly, you know, I prob- Bobby Orr should also be 99 overall. But, uh, so that'd be cool if you could unlock legends. Like, I would love if, it'd be great if you could unlock the French Connection, you know, LaFontaine, Hashik, uh, classic sabers i don't know how I, i've never really gotten into i don't really like the sort of unlocking cards and things in games that happens now or, or certainly sports games but i might because of nhl threes i might do that this year because um be fun but it, it, but i like as far as the current players in the league um i like that you can uh that they kind of kept the ratings like like in check like with some some eye on history whereas in like every year in madden there are like a handful of guys who are just 99 overall, which is also, I it also is fun. Like it makes it cool because it's probably fair to say that like, 
you know, as of right now, this person is as good at this time as anyone else ever was. Um, so there's no reason to necessarily say that just because someone is in the Hall of Fame and played a long time ago, they were better. Um, you know, Crosby and McDavid are probably as good co relative to today's overall. It's basically like 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 weighting the uh, rating systems. Um, but nevertheless, I, I I like when they I like in general when they keep ratings lower. So um, so very good players are harder to come by. And the average kind of NHL level is, is lower. But it's also interesting because unlike, say, Madden, uh, NHL includes, you, know, you go all the, you go so deep with leagues. There's like, that's the fun thing about the circuit system is I have to, I'm literally going to play every North American hockey team um, from like the WHL all the way up to the NHL. Because I, I just beat the Kamloops Blazers uh, before we came up here. Because I mean, it's like the, you start the NHL threes thing by playing a set of three players from every every league. So um, first game was the Oilers, uh, and then no Mc, Sons McDavid. But um, yeah, and then like, I think then it was like the Oil Kings, or the Wheat, or is it the, did they used to be the Brandon Wheat Kings and then became the Edmonton Oil Kings, or are they still, I don't remember. But I played, yeah, I played like the Red Deer Rebels. Um, I don't know, did I play Red Deer? No, I but I definitely did Kamloops and uh, Kootenai. Um, and Sam Reinhardt came on over the boards as, like, the legend for the for the ice, which was hilarious. So if I, if I, if I beat... Um, but it's Sam circa his days with the ice, so he's, oh, he's still a 66 overall, which would be the best player on my team. But I have to go play the ice a bunch of times so I can... If I, if I get three stars in my, my beating of the ice, then I can earn their hero. So I have to get Sam, but... Uh, um, but I like that, but yeah, so, the, but in these lower leagues, like, those players are rated, like, 50 and 60s overall, um, which is probably in line, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's just an interesting thing that I do like that about the way that, that the NHL, uh, does that, so they go, they go all the way up. It's gotta be, I, I just think it's funny, too, um, if I were, like, some, some kid, like, playing for the Kootenai Ice or something, and, like, I could just buy NHL, and they're, I'm, I'm in the game. I think that's awesome. Um, I would love to just, like, I'd love to get one of those, like, yeah, like an OHL player on, on my podcast and talk to him sometime. Um, yeah, that's a life goal. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. I have to pause this for a moment. Take a drink of water. Um, I would also, I've, I've been listening to Sam Darn to change, change gears just for a moment. Sam Darnold, the quarterback at USC, has a podcast. And I've been listening. It's called The Season of Sam. I've been listening this with I listened this week and his guest was Pete Carroll, um, and it's I have to say it's a it's a pretty good show. Um, it's co-hosted by like the Trojans uh, like TV guy or something, so he's actually kind of grounds it with some sort of you know professionalism. But Darnold uh, comes across as a really interesting guy, like definitely a, like a laid back California bro, but a smart guy and interested in things. Um, so he's a he's he's very he's fascinating. He's a great he's a great quarterback and. Uh, see if the bills can tank and get him or somebody like him but uh yeah it's been uh it, that's I, I'm, I'm all for i think more athletes should have podcasts um so yeah um that's why i guess i made a thought of that because i'd love to have like a i'd love to get some sort of athlete on a podcast maybe i'll try and track down like a riveters player i feel like that would be more approachable or they might be more accessible than like a an islander um they don't even live in brooklyn and they don't care but uh you never know maybe i'll maybe i'll Maybe I can get an Islander. Um, 
I'll flag down John Travaris next time I'm at Union Hall and see if he uh, if he comes around. I don't know why I'm obsessed with the idea of John Travaris in, in Union Hall. I wanted to... I, I had... I, I said this a while. I was trying to... Back when I had this, like... Last year, I was trying to start, like, a, this pure hockey Twitter. I wanted to start writing, like... I was going to write... I was going to do just one piece of write... Of comedic... What I imagined comedic writing about every team. And it was going to be... Um, Something about the Islanders, it was either going to be, I was going to rewrite the lyrics of um, uh, I am the very model of a modern major general to be about, like, I am the very model of a modern New York Islander, which would be a bunch of Brooklyn jokes. And it was going to be, like, uh, it was going to be, somehow it would be like John Tavares just awkwardly sitting in Union Hall and not understanding jokes that, like, Joe Perra was telling him. <laughs> Or something, or Joe Firestone, like just awkward John Tavares not understanding any like mod, like good Brooklyn humor, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, or uh, Eugene Merman and John Tavares in a room together. See, that would be an amazing podcast. Just like just called like Talking Brooklyn with John Tavares and Eugene Merman. Um, I would I would love that. But this is why we need more sports podcasts. Um, so maybe I'll I will make it my mission to get to get some like try and get hockey people on um and i don't know where riveters players live i don't even know i think that they don't play in brooklyn anymore i think they last year moved to play in jersey um so i'm sure if i'm sure that unfortunately with the way that they are paid i i i, I wonder if i doubt if any of them well maybe they live in brooklyn you never know i'll try and i'll just start i'll just start following them on twitter and saying hey would you come like be on my podcast and talk about hockey um because you never know. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, um, I gotta, I gotta make it back to. Well, I'll, I guess I can try and go catch the Buttes and Riveters or something this year. But I definitely, I'd rather go get back to Harbor Center and see them play there because I did that last year and it was great. Um, but they like half the Buttes retired, I think, in the off season. Um, so I don't even know if any. I don't even know who. I think Harrison Brown retired and he was like. He scored in the, ga in the game I went to, which was awesome. And I don't even think... Did Hillary Knight even play last year? I don't think she did, but I uh, I wanted to go see her. I was so excited that it was, I went to, it was, the, it was, the, it was the Boston Pride against the Buttes. And they still... The Pride won, like, 5-1 to one or something. But uh, um, she didn't... She was, like... It turned out she was, like, hurt or something. And I don't even think she played in the game last year. So, I, I don't know. I'd love to see her. Um, but, uh, but whatever. Then the Buttes... The Buttes won the won the Isabel Cup, so that's all I care about. Um, but it was about a year ago now. I went, I made it home, and I, I, yeah, I caught that game. And my mom and I went. It was great. And seeing hockey at the Harbor Center is phenomenal. Because um, again, I was I watched uh, I watched last week. Uh, I saw that the Sabers and Bruins were in the Prospects game, and it was just being streamed online. So I was like, amazing. Uh, so I just sat here at home, had a beer, watched Sabers and Bruins. Sabers won seven four. Like, what could be better than that? Watching like a hockey game on a Saturday night at home with beer, like, or watching the Sabres. Um, and I was like, man, I'm just so ready for this to be, like, a thing again. Um, it was great. It didn't help, or it didn't hurt that they won. Um, and uh, Glotoff, who's my favorite, just looked, he looked great, I have to say. Um, and and Gooley is just, the, he's the man. Um, I hope, I do think he should go to Rochester this year. I don't care, nothing can convince me otherwise. I don't even, I don't even care how good he looks. He, there's, he can't, Nothing, he can't be hurt by playing in Rochester. We've rushed, Sabres have rushed too many players to the NHL. Um, and that, that's like, then that risks us becoming the Islanders of, of like the early 2000s. Because, um, uh, 
like certainly Eichel. I, mean, I think Eichel and Reinhardt, basically their timing was okay, but um, and but it's like you know we were so bad and so desperate for players and to sell tickets. Like Jack was never going to play another year in college or go to the or go to the AHL. Obviously, he was going to come to the NHL, but I just I think it's better to do, you know what 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 Bottrell and his group had been doing in Pittsburgh is just use the AHL extensively to provide players. So I think that could be happening. But um, anyway, at any rate, uh, I would I wish I had been able to go see that game because, um, again, when I've, I've, I've seen two games in Buffalo in the Harbor Center. The Buttes game, which was great, it was really fun because it's just, it's just it's nothing really like being that close. I mean, I even though I do ultimately prefer sitting a little higher up in hockey to f- have it be more like, like TV, but I just like seeing more of the ice at once. But it's still very fun to be up close and see how fast they're going. Um, and so I would have loved to go see the, uh, the prospects. And maybe next year I'll try and go home to catch some of that and or just, just watch training camp. This, this, the, there are th- I, I do wish that I... Maybe, maybe if I ever do back, move back to Buffalo, I, just, I will find a way to just live a life where I could just wander down to Harbor Center and watch practice like every day. I would love that. Um, I don't know how I could afford that and still keep working and having a living, but I'd love to be, or just take a day off here and there and, um, just go watch like a hockey, it'd be so good. Um, so I, I don't know, but, uh, it's, um, it's very fun to be sitting up close. And similarly, like my dad and I went over the summer and I watched some of the 11 day power play. Um, and that was great. And it's also fun because to watch, uh, when you're so close, cause then you realize like how, Again, like speaking of like comparative skill levels, you know, if we could give, if we could assign NHL, le- EA Sports ratings to like the guys of the 11 day power play, you know, they'd probably be like, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 overall. Um, maybe some up around 50, but probably not that much just because of, um, you know, an age and experience levels. And like, I think there was Jeff, Jeff Peters played in the AHL and he played in the game and he's old and retired, you know, relatively old and retired. Clearly, he was the best, the most talented player, but those guys are playing four hours at a time, so it was a crazy thing. Um, and, and 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 none of this is this is all this is all to I'm not saying this all because I have immense respect for them, but you realize when you sit up close how truly hard hockey is to play, because um, you can you forget that when you watch pros. Even the worst guy in an NHL team is so much better than any of us could ever be. Especially when you're just you're on you're on you're put strap knives to your feet, and use them to push you around a sheet of, of like slippery frozen stuff, and then you use like a piece of wood to push a piece of rubber around and get it into a little hole, um, or a square. And then there's another guy with pillows on his body that's stopped that's designed to stop you. Plus there are other people who on the ice who just want to like, like knock you over really hard and and or fight you. Um, it's an incredibly difficult thing, and you have to do that fast and, you know, over the, for, for an hour. Um, so you watch other levels of hockey, and it's like, it's remarkably apparent how truly hard uh, it is to, 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 to be that good, to be good at it. Um, so all in all, Harbor Center is an amazing thing, <laughs> the point of this story. Um, so yeah, and I think, uh, and I definitely would, I, I my, another goal of mine, um, on top of seeing the Winter Classic here this year um, is when I'm home around Christmas time is to go to at least one World Champ- World, World Juniors game. Um, 
ideally at Harbor Center. Uh, so that's that's something I'm going to try and make happen. But I have to I have to get on ordering those tickets. But uh, yeah, well, let's see. How am I doing here? I've been talking a lot. Thirty-five minutes. All right. Um, well, I, I I saw I got an email from Google yesterday, or PayPal rather, that the NHL had automatically renewed my subscription to Center Ice. So that's that's fine. Um, so that's coming. We're going to have a game. Uh, well, they're playing on Monday, but there are no te- televised games until a week from today, next Saturday, which will probably be the date of my next episode. So maybe I'll be doing a, a more, I guess, a little bit more Sabres preview. Um, maybe doing a little Bills wrap-up. Maybe have a guest. We'll see. Um, it's going to be an exciting year coming up. Uh, I guess this is... Yeah, I mean, you know, they're all, we're all just, these are all just doing Saberland episodes. Um, some may be more about one thing, some may be more about something else, but uh, I'm definitely going to be able, it's nice to be able to have actual substantive um, hockey to talk about, because um, I haven't really even had that yet, but that's okay. Uh, it's all, it's all good, I think, for me. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying doing this a lot. I hope, uh, if anyone does listen or has listened, I hope that it's enjoyable, because um, I'm having a lot of fun. I don't intend on stopping this. Um, but I'll do maybe, yeah, I'm not gonna, well, I'm not gonna get too, uh, nostalgic, because there's really nothing to be nostalgic about, but I guess it's been, I think I, I think I started in May, so it's been, well, it's four, almost five months, so, uh, I'm, I'm liking it, um, and, uh, yeah, just gonna, just continuing on, um, I guess I'll see, I feel like there was one more thing I wanted to say, but I don't remember it at all, so, whatever. Uh, okay, uh, it's, this has been episode 19, and, uh, we'll be doing more. Thanks, bye.